0: welcome or welcome back hi welcome and welcome back nice to what <laughs> to episode two episode two of our new format yes episode two season two mm. mom you were wrong hi to the spotify girlies i love this little intro because it's just for the spotify girlies it's only for the spotify girlies because mm-hmm. the TikTok queens don't get it yeah they so just like, go straight into content this like, is the private show yeah
1: oh <laughs> Yeah. the brave show okay
0: i have a lot of things to talk about today today is Oriana's moment to shine it is my time as you can see my paper is completely blank where you can't see because <laughs> you're on spotify but my paper is my notebook is blank and i've got notes so i will make some notes as she talks about things i want to talk about if i need to but that's about it okay i'm gonna go into it because i'm very passionate let's get into it
1: number one um okay I don't know if this is my new conspiracy theory or if I've come up with a new Mandela effect. Let me know. But. (laughs) what happened? Girl. Okay. How do I introduce this? I was scrolling through TikTok and I saw Mackenzie Ziegler, Maddie Ziegler's sister, Mm -hmm. promoting her new song. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Does she Mm -hmm. sing? Yeah, she sings now. Oh, I don't know. She started speaking and I was shocked that she's American. Because in my world, Maddie Ziegler is Australian. No, bitch, are you crazy? And what? Mackenzie Ziegler is Australian. <laughs> Babe, how can you be American with that name? How can you not? Baby, she was, on, she was on Dance Moms. What, how yes, the fuck I did know. she go from Australia? I know she was on Dance Moms, but then I was like, okay, maybe they just moved really young and that's why they have the American accent. No, they're fully
0: American. They're American. Baby, she was in CS stuff from like four. I know, but like in my head they've been australian dude something is r- seriously wrong there but listen maddie ziegler <laughs> she's australian this is not a mandala effect you're just being dumb <laughs> like i'm sorry to tell
1: no i know I is dude
0: oh am i thinking of like an interview where an australian person interviewed them because surely it was just an australian person introducing them and you were like oh this makes sense and your brain remembered it but There is absolutely zero way that you're going to tell me you remember them as Australian. No, really. They were fully Australian. Absolutely not. Mackenzie Ziegler. Anyway. No. That was my number one topic. (laughs) Number two. This one I'm also very passionate about. Wait, but I actually want to redo... Okay, but it's going to be so annoying for our Spotify listeners. But I want to talk about our um, glitches in the matrix. Just recap it for yeah. our for our tiktok people because i really want to know like i want to know i've heard all the american people speak about glitches in the matrix and like stuff they've experienced i have very rarely heard south african people talk about their glitches in the matrix right and i feel like south africa is a fucked up continent so stuff happens here dude my family is not a continent it's a country <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. yeah. my family fully has like this belief that If you come to South Africa specifically, or Africa in general, but South Africa, because obviously they come to Mm. visit us. When you come here, you are serving, like, all your karma is coming to you, and you have to just go through that. Because everyone in my family that's come to visit us, they go through some shit, dude, when they come here.
0: And they're like, what is happening? Like, it's like a space of transformation and rebirth. Yeah, dude. That's what Africa
1: is. The cradle of humankind.
0: Yeah. Do you know, like, okay, this is so off topic, but do you know about the... Afrika Eva, the African Eva. It's Eva, right? Adam and Eve, Eve. uh, African African Eve. Oh, the... The first woman. Yeah, that they found and she's in the cave. No, we have not found her. The African Eve is... There's basically a theory, it's not a theory, it's a truth, that all mitochondria that we have are passed down from the mother. Mm Mm-hmm. Am I saying this right? It's not the mitochondria. It's, it's the mitochondria. No, we're not talking about eggs. Oh. We're talking about cells. Okay. Um, I was thinking about Lucy. That's why I was confused. Oh, yeah. But, no. Lucy's different my... story. Yes. I'm pretty sure it's the mitochondria. I'll Google it in a second. But it's yeah. the mitochondria, as far as I'm aware, that all cells, the mitochondria has passed down from mothers. Meaning that at s- if we chase it back, chase it back, trace mm-hmm. it back, trace it back, at some point, there is one, one single, single woman yeah. that had mitochondria that passed it on and therefore it is an old people yeah but like she's called the african eve and she's the first woman to exist wow. like human women or like closest to human women right in ancestry let me make sure it's the mitochondria Yeah,
1: dude i've heard about this the what do they call it the single ancestral something yeah it's african amazing. eve Basically, we're all brothers and sisters.
0: <laughs> well, in some fucked up way, yes. No, we like, are because it's actually nasty. We're all it's just inbred. Yeah, it's this woman known as the mitochondrial Eve lived between 1,000 and 2,000 years ago in the southern Africa. Mm. She was not the first human, but every other female lineage eventually had no female offspring, failing to pass on their mitochondrial DNA. Hectic. That's interesting. That's crazy. So she was not the first human woman, but she was the only human woman to pass on her DNA. Her DNA. Mitochondrial DNA. Wow. That's like survival of the fittest vibes. Yo, that's a very interesting theory also. What? Survival of the fittest? Mm. Why interesting? Because, like, it no longer applies in the modern world. No, it doesn't. Because we're not... Because we're the, like the rules already. have changed. But, like, now what is the story this is very fucked. but what is the story about there's like the point where we realize the bible of the is no longer comes into account is when we found the first animal who had broken their leg and healed because in nature that wouldn't mm. happen so that needed intervention whoa that's hectic yeah
1: I mean, it still does apply in some aspects. You're in, like, nature, nature.
0: But, no, but even girl with COVID. Yeah. Yeah, but is it really the survival of the fittest? Because, I mean, some really fit people died. Like, it's not really the yeah, fittest. Yeah, I like, think the word fit, like, that term changes, is not. Yeah, Changeable. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it depends on, like, what the. Who has the most favorable. Um... Yeah, but what do you call, DNA. what do you call it, like. The the aspects that change in, a, like, a study or an experiment. Oh, the variables. Yeah. It, it depends on what variables you're looking at mm-hmm. to determine fit. Yeah, of course. It's not always going to be the same. It's not always going to be the same yeah. thing. Yeah, but, I mean, DNA is always going to come into account. Like, yeah. it's always going to make you either more likely or less likely to survive something. whether It just depends what the threat is. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's cancer, fucking crowds, running, mm. whatever it is. Yeah. Did you, did you see we got to eight billion people
1: in the world? Mm. That's scary, guys. It's fucking scary. And I saw a TikTok about it, and the comments were so fucked. Someone's like, "Oh, so the pandemic didn't work?
0: Out to Mother Nature?" Ooh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, in I a really years thought... time we were here with jobs. Like, what did you think was gonna happen? True, but I really thought the pandemic was gonna fix all of those problems. I'm sorry, but I don't think like i'm not. I'm sorry. Like, it's obviously a good thing, but also not like we we're so evolved in medicine and stuff that we can keep people alive way beyond what they would survive without those things and so like the pandemic was never gonna be such a hindrance because we had all these things in place and thank god we did because obviously we want people to survive but yeah when you look at the thing with this is you have to you can't think about it subjectively if you think about like eight million people on the planet because if you think like Oh well, we have COVID kill people. Okay, your mom, your brother, your sister, yeah. your dad, your it's your not best friend. It's people, dude. It's It's, people you it's know. humans. Mm-hmm. you with lives, but like, if you zoom out and look at the big picture, eight million people is a eight billion people is a lot a of lot. people to have on the planet. Yeah, it's a lot,
1: dude. Another thing. I'm so sorry. We're jumping topics, like fucked up ADHD crazy.
0: <laughs> no, we'll just have them
1: thirty thirty second clips. Dude, I saw a video that there is probably another planet in our solar system, and they have it. Yeah, well, it's not breaking news, but I just found out about mm. it today. <laughs> this girl was saying that they... But this is what fucks me up. They have the math, math to prove it. Mm. And they're like, In oh, theory with the math. But then they saw... What was it? I don't know, girlie. Never mind. <laughs> no, we've <laughs> spoken about this. A planet the size of Neptune that mm. has its own orbit
0: or something like that. Mm. Um, And it's passed, like, away from Pluto. I think I've heard this. It's like... Yeah. It doesn't have water, but it shows that if we took water there, it would be able to, like, have it. Something like
1: that. And then they were, like, seeing this whole orbit, the things... Because the orbit is, like, there's, like, other rocks or whatever. Yeah. that orbit like this. And then that planet orbits, in between. like, perpendicular to mm. that. That's a and big then... word. <laughs> That's a big word for Elmo. <laughs> 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 and then... Um they couldn't like prove it but they they proved it with the maths and then some other fucking shit and then they also proved it if if we have a black hole in our solar system that also proves that that planet
0: exists so okay two things number one there is a, a documentary about black holes on netflix um Ooh, yeah. stephen hawking is in it it's really cool it's crazy like very mind but very very cool mm. but that's the first time where i really was like Listen, I'm not a math girlie. I, at some point, I got maths, and then I didn't. And now I don't. Yeah. And so... you <laughs> didn't, and now I don't. Yeah, and now I'm like... Sometimes when I'm very lucky, I understand it. And most times, I don't. So I don't understand how you get from sums on a paper to, like, understanding the density of a black hole and being able to take a picture of it just through math. Oh, like, dude, that, to me, doesn't quite... That kills my brain. Like, they literally... Wrote down 50 pages of like this function and was like, okay, this is what a black hole looks like. Explain <laughs> me now how you got there to the. I don't get I don't get it. No. But very interesting. Second thing, there's also it's not really a documentary. It's like uh it's just theories that they put into like almost short short film vibes. It's called mm-hmm. Alien Worlds. There's four Ooh. episodes. You would love this. I'm gonna watch it. There's four episodes. Basically what they do is they take a random planet in like a random solar system wherever. They're like this planet has all of these qualities, right? If anything would live on this planet, what would they look like? Ooh. And then they create like animals and they show you what the animals look like in their life cycles as mm-hmm. if they're as if it's a real nature documentary. Mm-hmm. But those animals don't exist. That's amazing. They're they like could They could. There are 4 episodes and all four of them are absolutely mind-blowing. The last one is a little, I don't know if I like it, but the rest of them I love. I'm going to show it to my dad. Oh, <laughs> watch it first and then show it to your dad. But Guys,
1: yeah. my dad has probably watched every single episode of Ancient Aliens. Yeah. And he says that Jesus was an alien, so.
0: But these people, these do with like, that what you will. These aliens and alien worlds aren't like, well, the last one, they're intelligent. But like for the rest of it, they're just creatures, like animals. Yeah. Some of them are scary, dude. Barely animal. Like, and like the life cycles of them exist obviously because they, they're they not on earth so their life cycles don't work the same so like the theorization of how they get to live and how they die and why and you feel genuine like sadness and empathy for these non-existent dead creatures
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude i have a uh, a theory that um hadidas are the modern day dodo bird ew <laughs> no i feel like that's how could that be true dude i love a fucking dodo bird <laughs> you just want them
0: to be alive so bad that you take the closest bird to us that screams and you're like you're it babe <laughs> no, no science involved <laughs> no biology needed only necessity. feelings <laughs> <laughs> only belief i have faith that it's you
1: that's it dude i saw a hadida on the roof the other day i was like this is a fucking dodo bird bitch but
0: Hadidas are really scary What is it? A Harida. Not a Harida. I think it's a
1: Harida. Harida. Yeah.
0: They're scary. Dude, we talk about Haridas a lot on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, no hang on so what we used to do this is actually insane but we used to do this all the time so if you studied at the university of pretoria like in person on campus mm. you know that there is there's a lot of Hadidas everywhere that you're walking yeah. and there's like massive gardens and you hear something in the bushes it's not a creature it's a hadida. <laughs> like they climb they rustle the in the bush dude yeah and it's really scary when yeah. you just so like when i moved from Clarksop, there's not that many Hadidas in Clarkstop. it's not pretoria thing that there's so many I mean I think they exist like I in don't... multiple parts of our country no, but like, of not course so they do. many but in Pretoria is like an overpopulation of them. Yeah there's a lot of them especially mm. in Hatfield. Yeah. So there's a lot of these Hadidas on campus and they like they just they're so comfortable with humans they're just I mean, living their lives all around you and we would narrate them. We would sit there and like make the voices and she would be the one and I would be there. it was actually insane it like that insane. that just shows like this the stress and pressure we were under to go to, like, levels of actual insanity. Dude. Dude, I found out today it takes three to five years for your body to recover from burnout. Yeah. That's insane. Did you did you watch? Dude, I that has been on my For You page for a long time about, like, yeah. how if you go into, like, fight or flight mode and you're in it for a couple of years or, like, years, how, like, once you're in a safe, comfortable environment, you just
1: crash yeah but that makes so much sense to me like why my 2020 and 2021 were
0: like that (laughs) but does it not make sense why everyone that we've studied with has just been I feel like we met these people that were so high energy their nervous systems were completely like compressed through like all of the stress and pressure that we were constantly under and with COVID especially if you did your honors in that, that year and then now those people are just like baseline like they're just barely surviving barely living like the energy is just
1: but i like this is the first year that i feel alive again (laughs) i feel like i'm getting there which is great like i'm so happy but it makes sense dude that's crazy
0: i don't know my my 2020 guys no my 2020 was really 2020 was like i feel like 2020 was really really rough for everyone involved Mm. like i'm not saying oh mine so hectic guys yours yours was not a thing i'm just saying like in context of my life Twenty twenty was a hard, it was hard dude. Yo. It was extremely rough on every like in every aspect, like physically, but like so draining mentally and emotionally mm. and spiritually. And like then twenty twenty one was supposed to be better, and it was just twenty twenty one was so. It
1: there was, was a just, lot
0: going on. It was healing, dude, from whatever happened in twenty twenty. Not even for me, because the first, the at least the first six months of twenty twenty one was more traumatizing. I don't really remember when 20- because <laughs> like, then all the stuff with my mom happened. Mm, I had just moved out. Yeah. The, all the stuff with that other company happened. Yeah. So, like, it was very... No, for you, it was hectic, dude. For me, it was just a
1: continuation of
0: 2020. I, I... And that's the thing. I anticipated it to be healing. And mm. it it couldn't be hectic. So, it was, like, even more of a So, shock. you're healing this year. Yeah, I feel like I am. Mm. So, I feel like next year I must live. But I must say, I'm... I'm looking at life different because, like, even just if you look at, like, my birthday, like, I'm not a person who celebrates birthdays. I don't like them. They make me really uncomfortable. Yeah. But, like, I've learned this year specifically to exist in discomfort and, like, yeah, not, and it's okay. yeah, not actively be doing something to always try and immediately change it. Because I used to be so hard on myself. If I was uncomfortable, I had to immediately fix it. Yeah, shut it down. And now I've realized, like, sometimes it's okay to just sit in it. And you don't have to, like, be focused on it. Like, it's okay to acknowledge it and then do things that Mm. aren't, uh, like, centered around that feeling. Yeah, dude.
1: Literally one of the best, um, like, pieces of advice that I ever got was someone saying that, like, emotions are just visitors that come into your body. Like, they Mm. they come and they go. It's okay. You have to just live through it. You don't have to shut them down the whole time.
0: Yo. Yeah, I feel like it's on the same vibe. You know that uh, what was her name? Supreme Supreme Banana. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't watch her What was her name? Cami pa- um, Payton. I pa- P- I don't know. I don't Cammy. watch her, her stuff anymore. But I used to. And like, there was a she made a documentary about ayahuasca. I don't actually know what her opinions now are. Mm. But she went on this four day ayahuasca trip. And if you know me, I'm very interested in DMT and ayahuasca. Not as like something to do. Just like as like. From like a scientific perspective like what they do and like how they work and also from a psychological perspective and um yeah so she went on this retreat where she did ayahuasca and she had like a very interesting revelation where she said for the first time in her life her anxiety wasn't just something that was in her it was a separate body from her and she could like hold its hand and wow. speak to it and like thank it and not be attached to it mm. that's another thing i feel like i'm this year Mm. my like lesson my like theme for the year is detachment yeah I'm learning that like detachment is not a bad thing no it's not you you can because I always felt like being detached from people means that I have to shrink my love for them Mm -mm. you know yeah and I've learned that actually that's not the truth my my love for them can only grow but because I felt like I was too attached to people that I loved in such a way that, like, I expected them to act in certain ways. And when they didn't, I would be hurt and disappointed. Mm. And now I'm, like, more in a space of they're just humans navigating life. And sometimes we all do, like, make the wrong choice, yeah. do the wrong thing, disappoint the people around us. And it's not my job to be disappointed. No. No. Like, it's not my job. Mm. If I'm disappointed, that's a secondary, like, thing. Yeah. That's my thing. It's not, it's not their thing yeah. to carry. You can't control other people's behaviours. Yeah, because I used to get... I would sit here with you and say, Ariana, you really disappointed me on Saturday night. Now you have to fix it. It's not your problem to fix. Mm. If I'm disappointed, it's my problem to fix. It's your feeling. Why is it disappointing you? You have to confront that within yourself. And it's okay for me to be detached from, like, I love you. I love you so much. And when I see you, I see you. And when I don't see you, I don't see you. And I Mm. love you equally, no matter what you do and what you don't do. And if you disappoint me, it's my cuck, not your cuck. Yeah. Wow. And also, going back to the anxiety thing, that's why a lot of
1: people... It's also in the language that you use. Like, when people say, like, my anxiety. Like, Mm. apparently, you shouldn't say that because it's attaching yourself to you and whatever. It's just... I
0: guess... You're so interesting, like, looking at your emotions as, like, this outside thing mm. that exists and is lovely and isn't all-consuming. Yeah. It's but not. I also used to get so upset because, can I tell you, there's... Oh, shame. I don't want to bash you guys. There's a church that I went to when I was very young. Mm. And I never quite fit in, but tried to. And they... They have very culty mindset vibes and the one thing that they would always say is like your emotions can't rule you because christ has to rule you like all the stuff and i would get really upset about that because i would be like but if i'm feeling sad you're gonna tell me that's the devil so like yeah and now i'm like okay maybe maybe they weren't on entirely the wrong track Mm. they just didn't voice it quite right yeah you know what i mean i hear you anxiety shouldn't rule like Anxiety and emotion shouldn't rule your entire existence, but it certainly is not something to, you shouldn't not acknowledge it.
1: No, of course not. You have to acknowledge it. Which
0: is what it felt like they were saying. Mm. Like, don't acknowledge it because it isn't from God. If it's not positive, it's not from God.
1: No. Which
0: I'm like, "Mm, I don't know about that. No. You're allowed to
1: feel terrible and it can be from a good source.
0: No, if God made you human, didn't he give you everything, your mind and your emotions? Yeah. I don't know. That just
1: got so deep, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. We were on ayahuasca and God and <laughs> emotions and haditas. like, what, what the <laughs> fuck? A mix mash of everything. Beautiful and wrapped up. Now yeah. you understand, this is how our minds go all the time, all the time. What's your second topic? My second topic. Um,
1: When did we as a society decide that it's okay to play specific music? Ooh,
0: sorry. <laughs> sorry.
1: That was extremely <laughs> rude. <laughs> yeah. When did we as a society decide that it's okay to play specific music on a specific day of the week? And why did we decide that Sunday is okay to play terrible fucking ass music? I don't want to hear your 80s ballads on a Sunday. Yo, I want to tell you something about this. My big problem is, okay, some of us don't have an AUX in our car, okay? We struggle. When I go to work and I'm driving 30 minutes to work and 30 minutes back, that's an hour of travel. That's a lot. I'm listening to the fucking radio. Cool. I found a station that I love. I'm vibing with it. The presenters are cool. Dope. But it's freelancer phobic, dude. Like, (laughs) I work in the nighttime any day of the week. Like on a Sunday at eight o'clock, I'm on my way to work. Now I'm playing music. And I'm like, am I on the wrong station? It's what's going horrible. on? It's horrible. as fucking 80s ballads. Like, I'm breaking my heart.
0: No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> then I realized it's Sunday. And I'm like, okay, now I'm just accept. So, I don't know if I'm... What is happening today? Am I just reliving my religious trauma? Like, what's going on? But anyway. <laughs> yes. We would not be allowed to play any other music than Christian music on a Sunday. <gasps> and if you played, like, something... Kill me. That wasn't Christian... It had to be like soft and like a certain vibe. And if it wasn't that vibe, my mom yeah. would be like, it's a Sunday. Sunday music vibe, dude. Like we, if I say Sunday
1: music, everyone knows what the fuck I'm talking yeah. about. But it sucks. I don't want to listen to that on a Sunday. Yeah, because the thing is the vibe isn't always right. No, it's not. And like, I think there should be a radio station that plays music depending on the time of day that it is. Not the day of the week. Mm. because they do that a lot like even on a sunday not friday friday afternoon I'll then they're playing to... like crazy like edm shit edm and can I I i'm agree? like can i please just have some golden
0: harry styles like the sun setting like, <laughs> the perfect that's time. The vibe you're like i'm trying to relax i just came from a stressful yeah. time now i'm trying to relax i'm trying to tell myself it's friday and you're like wanting me to party no but it's not the vibe so it's not the vibe
1: and i really don't like sunday meal i can't stand it if it sounds like it can be
0: played at a wedding i don't want it yeah i don't want it and And it's not just radio like even if you hadn't looked like now you go to a public space you go sit in a cafe you sit in a restaurant and they're like yeah trying to make the vibe sunday
1: i don't like sunday vibe i don't like it also people that put sunday as the first day of the week on the calendar Absolutely not.
0: My job fuck me up. Fucks <laughs> <laughs> me up, dude.
1: Fucks me up. My job does that, dude. No. My full calendar it starts on a Sunday, so sometimes
0: I look at it at a distance and I'm like, "Cool, I have work on Monday." No. No, no. You're this working the Sunday. Same thing, dude. So you know you have like a thing where like you didn't go to school when the when the when they were explaining analog clocks, whatever. Oh yeah. When you were grade three. My experience of grade three was, I was absent for the period that they did calendars. Then the next period we were writing a test about it. No. But I knew calendars so I always like, okay, I can do this. Mm. And then they asked me what are the days of the week? I said Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They said no, Sunday. <gasps> but why? my school... I was grade three. They marked it wrong. I was upset. I remember Dude. it so distinctly. I went to my mom and said, these people are crazy. My mom said, they're fucked up crazy. Yeah. My school also taught Sunday, Monday. Why? Why How are they indoctrinating us with Sunday? You know where it makes sense? The only place that I think it makes sense Mm. is in Dubai. Because in Dubai, Sundays aren't Sundays. They're work days. So, like, there it makes sense. No, dude. Here, Sundays are... Nobody's... Most people aren't working, like, office jobs on Sunday.
1: No, why would I start the day when I'm... When it's the rest day of the week? It doesn't make sense.
0: No, we're we're also both indoctrinated by religion. Because why is it the rest day? It's not the rest day. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but also... My
1: my primary school, right, wasn't a Christian primary school, but they taught like yeah, Christian, Christian, whatever. Like we prayed in in they were Christian values. Yeah. Yes, but now didn't God make the seventh day Sunday when he chilled? So now why is it the first day of the week? <laughs> what like the... you can't even justify it from a religious point of view. So why why?
0: No, I don't get it. If you know, please let us know. And it's always the Christian girlies <laughs> putting Sunday on the first. Always, yeah, Sunday, no, Sunday, bad. Monday very fucked up monday tuesday <laughs> sunday there please dude i even changed now i can actually show you i even changed my google calendar to start on a monday because yeah. it used to start on a sunday no it's my fucked. google calendar is monday tuesday because now i can look at it and it makes sense and you know what makes more sense now it says the the countdown of the week like it's the 22nd week of the year Oh, amazing. And it starts on a Monday. Hello. Makes sense, babe. Yes. Anyways. Sunday, Monday is not giving. Your Sunday, Monday is not it. Okay. Guys, it's... Yes. Okay, I know you're talking, but let me say something else. On that note, did you see that they changed the ABC song to what? Like, a different rhyme. No, they couldn't. For the new kids. <laughs> no, they couldn't. There's no more LMNOP. It's like I'll Oh yeah, they try to make it in... even. Yeah.
1: No, you're fucked up. It's Alamena P. you <laughs> the use of the alphabet, we... <laughs> That's the best part. Alamena P, you're waiting. It's coming, it's coming. Alamena P. Yeah, all the new, I've heard that, all the new ABC, like,
0: songs, like, on YouTube and shit, they always try to make it, like... Here's an interesting question for you, Venezuelan. I don't know. Yeah. You heard, if you knew the song, and I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, is this a South African thing, or is this a world thing? Did you yeah. ever, there are different variations of the song, and, like... You learn it when you're very young. You learn it in, like, Afrikaans, English, I think, Tswana. I don't know. I'm sure there must be a Spanish variation because you guys are just fucked up enough to do it. It's, you, I don't know what, I don't know. I'm going to sing in Afrikaans. You, you, you will hear the rhythm. You'll hear the... Father, yeah, did I Yeah. Did you ever? Was but what is the
1: Spanish version of that? I is don't know. there one? Maybe there is. I don't know the English version either. I just remember I forgot. many, many blessings. Oh, but that's a prayer in English. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the food. For the food. Many, many blessings. Many, many blessings. Amen.
0: Did oh, you maybe. ever, you didn't, because you didn't go to an Afrikaans. No. Here's the thingy that's also like a cultural landmark. If you're, if you went to an Afrikaans, like pre-primary school, you should know this. There's a, there's a specific prayer that they teach very young kids. Something dank. Yeah, <laughs> dank or something. Yeah, dude. We used to sing that every day at after
1: school before What? That ate. song? Yeah. At after school. In Afrikaans? No, in... Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the food.
0: <laughs> no. things. Many, many things. I saw Tuesday, Tuesday, I on my stool key. <laughs> but you know what the fuck's happening about on my stool key? <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> And forgot. well, I, I don't know, maybe every family, but in, Africa families, <laughs> in Africa's families. In families, it's like we almost not pray if like you're a bra or whatever, everyone mm. prays before they eat. Yeah. They normally they the kids pray. Like mm. if there's like a small kid then they pray. And the small kids, like everybody, the whole family is like adults full adults are sitting there praying for the food and it's the little kid like, thing and we're like thank you yay yeah dude and i thought it it ended with me and then i went to a family thing in like second year and my little little cousin was we were there yeah. eating it my, <laughs> my <stalkies>. yeah <laughs> so dude those things get passed down generations so okay. like how to draw a fucking car or a thick figure everybody knows everybody knows why yeah. or a house with the fucked up windows you yeah. not what a house looks like have you never heard thank you father for the food no. Hectic. What, what? What? Okay, but you're Catholic or were Catholic. It mm. doesn't count. What? What prayer were you taught to, like, eat food? No,
1: we didn't do that. Oh, you didn't do that? <laughs> I learned it a year. I was like, mommy, did you know <laughs> South Africans pray before they eat? She was like, fucking weird ours,
0: is, <laughs> ours we ours? You know, there are, like, family prayers. Like, every family has a different, like, prayer that they pass on. Wow. And mine was fucked because my mom had one and my dad had one. We had to learn both because Afrikaans and English. But... We Whoa. say the English one, but my dad's one was very short. I can't remember what it is. It's like, um. Oh god, my mom wasn't be watching this. She's gonna be like, you don't know what to pray before you eat. She won't watch it, by oh. It's like, I don't know. What do we say? Um. Lord. Hello,
1: Lord. Let's <laughs> just move on. I can't do matter. this. Yeah, dude. No, we never prayed. Um. Like you, never,
0: you did pray, just not like that. Not like that. Well. No. <laughs> <laughs> so many little zebra on the face that you just saying.
1: This is why I'm saying. Like I grew up Catholic, but we weren't Catholic, dude. Like the did you most prayer. The the prayer that I said the most. Well, obviously like the rosary and shit. But like I wasn't into that. Like whenever my mom was like, we need to pray the rosary. I'm like, why? And my sister was like, that's boring. So we never did it. What is the rosary prayer? Um, I love a rosary. You must know how the rosary looks. Yeah. So you start at every bead and you say a hail mary for every single bead. Is it the same prayer? Mary? The same prayer. And what? then when you get to a bigger one, you say "Our Father," because Catholics love repeating shit, dude. Because it comes, Catholicism. This is my view of it. Please don't. If you're Catholic and you love it, I'm so happy for you. For me, Catholicism is based on fear and based on guilt. Mm. So, when you go for confession and they mm-hmm. tell you, "Okay, you did a lot of bad things," you have to say three hundred Hail Marys. It's that repetition that's like, wow, I'm so guilty, I have to do this, like, over and over again Hopefully. to, like, punish myself, basically.
0: So, this is what we were saying the other day. So, like, Morris was saying that, like, Christianity is a religion of love. And I'm like, I'm, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're a Christian and you love it. It's amazing and please keep doing it. Like, there is no shame in having a religion no. that you love. But Because not all uh, people that are religious experience religion the way that yeah, they yeah. do. So. so, but... um. I, I used to have that argument also with people that, like, Christianity is a religion of love. It's a religion of love. But, like, really, it isn't. Like, if you really look at it, it's, like, not. It's a religion driven by fear. And, like, even the way you say, like, you must be a good pers- Christian, you're, you must be God-fearing. Yeah. That always used to fuck me up also. Like... Yeah, I would be like... Why am I so scared, scared of, of him? If he's such a beautiful, loving, like, forgiving... Yeah. Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Who's okay. crying? <laughs> your, your eyes are watery fuck. But... I'm not crying. <laughs> no, your eyes are. Okay. I promise you, I'm not crying. Um,
1: No, what I wanted to say was. Dude, there's even a prayer that we used to say in church that was. There was a part where you have to say, like, something about, like, Jesus died for my sins because it's my fault. And you <laughs> have to hit yourself like this. No, okay, fault. Yeah, we didn't have to do that. It
0: was so hectic, bro. And but like, I would be like, "What does that mean? I also distinctly remember that there was a period of time where like where when I was like big in church and all stuff, I had a like it's such a silly thing to remember, but like this is what happens when you have religious trauma. There's a period in time where I had like a status, like a whatsapp status or something that was my status was unworthy. Because I truly believed that I was unworthy of the love that God gave me and, like, the fact that he died. And that's what the church, like, taught us. And it was, like, beautiful. You're so, like, it's, like, humility, you know. Like, you're unworthy. That's scary. I'm like, well, if he did it, I'm worthy. Like, I'm worthy of being here. I'm worthy of being a person. I'm worthy of having emotions. I'm worthy of existing. I'm Mm. worthy. But, like, it's, like, something you have to unlearn. I don't know. It's so hectic,
1: dude. But that's why I love watching... I always freaking talk about this girl, <laughs> Chloe Yasmin. She has a YouTube channel. And she posts, like, random shit. But she's also extremely Christian and, like, very deep in her faith mm. and stuff. And it's beautiful. And, like, she goes off for, like, 20 minutes in her video. Her video is, like, an mm-hmm. hour long. And she will talk for, like, 20 minutes about Jesus and whatever and all of these mm. things. But the way she talks about it is, like...
0: It's a revelation for you even if you're not religious. Yeah.
1: I'm like, this is beautiful because she sees it from the that point of view of like love and like whatever everything's beautiful it's Mm. not she's never
0: spoken of like I'm unworthy and and shit like that there that's what I'm saying like there are that makes me happy there are Christian people who are deeply like rooted in faith who I think are wonderful amazing people um Jefferson Bethke and his wife Alyssa Bethke they live in Hawaii I I think I've followed them since I was like 15 years old Mm. they like he teaches True teachings of the Bible. And like some of the things I don't agree with, like they're very hectic, like their children don't go to school because they believe that like their their children must be homeschooled because they must make their children disciples. And if their children are out in the world, then anybody gets to give them information. And that's like, okay, like people can indoctrinate them, whatever, you know? Yeah. But it's this like vibe of like love and acceptance regardless. Mm. And like people have criticized them a lot because his mother is gay and people criticize them a lot for like allowing the mom into the children's life mm. because they're like, but why are you exposing your children to sin, whatever? And he's like, it's my it's mom. My mom, yeah. Having that force of love in their life is never going to be a bad thing.
1: Yeah. sick, exactly. bro. Yeah, you see. So, like, that's what I was saying. Not everyone experiences, like, the bad side mm-hmm. of how people indoctrinate. Religion. I also
0: think a lot of times, <laughs> it's the wind. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hang man. on, I was like, "Jesus!" <laughs> oh no, that was not good. Are you here? But um, oh, I think a lot of time, my experience. Not, I'm not saying this is everybody's experience. My personal experience of Christians that are around me in South Africa are that they're very very ignorant. Like, to the point, like, I understand that's a bad thing. I'm not saying they're uneducated. They're just not willing to educate themselves around the Bible, like, further than belief. Like, if there's any questions about, like, how was the Bible written? Like, theology. Like, how was the Bible written? How was it translated? Why was it translated this way? Whatever. They're just not willing to engage in those Mm. conversations because they're so scared that something they believe might be wrong or disproved or that they might have to question it or in the way that they believe it or whatever. And I think that's so dangerous. Like I think you have to look at like the context of it. Like people will say the Bible is a 2000 year old book and it still contains all the truth and everything, all the answers you need. That's very great because that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to be a guideline. That doesn't mean you can't go, oh, this guideline is a bit outdated because it was for yeah. 1944 where they got married when they were 13. Yeah, exactly. Differences. We live in a different society. Yeah, I do.
1: But that's what I appreciate also about like Islam and stuff and people like scholars in Islam because they always they always say you must ask questions mm-hmm. and you must seek out knowledge. It's literally like <clears throat> a part of like Muslim faith that like you have to mm-hmm
0: question things because otherwise how do you know that's truly what you believe yeah it's also different for different like schools of christianity because Mm. like i know for marius who is my partner his church was very and like his specific pastor was very encouraging of asking questions Mm. and he said so this is like a a phrase that we've marius and i've had a lot of conversation about because in christianity it's you must have faith like a child right Mm. and for his church they interpret it as you must have faith like a child and children are always asking why mm. why 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 so you must ask all the questions right not blindly yeah mm. but when in my church it was believed mm. children believe in magic fairy tales and stuff and they don't say but the horse can't really exist or this can't really be true gravity is a thing you know, like children don't say that so you mustn't say that like That's you must toxic. stop yourself from asking those questions Yeah, Yo, dude you see it's different interpretations of the same thing yeah and it's those different inter- interpretations make all the difference in the world a big difference <laughs> Hectic. Sorry, this was a very controversial topic. But no, but it's true, and I'm sure, like... Someone um, must relate. Someone yeah. out there must relate, surely. Anyways.
1: um, Yeah. Moving on to another controversial topic. Guys, it's Pride Month. Why are we being homophobic? In general. Why are we being homophobic? In general, but specifically right now. Anyways. <laughs> also... Why are you saying that? Explain. What did I say? Did I say homophobic? But also, guys, I just want to talk about people being biphobic. Not even biphobic, just like the whole, like, bi-erasure. Like, bi-people are, it's not... You're, oh, you married a man, like, you made your preference. You you know what you
0: actually want. Or you're just in a relationship (laughs) with one gender, so far. Yeah. Now you're all of a sudden just straight or gay, based on that. Also, you know what
1: people have said? To me, specifically. Yeah, but I mean, with girls, it's okay. But a guy that's gay, I mean, bi, yeah. that's
0: weird. Why is it weird, babe? Yo, what kind of indoctrinations do you have that you need to face to... I literally
1: said to this person, I'm like, you need to um, confront that internalized homophobia, the child.
0: It's giving, like... You know when people are... its It's like people are fine with girls being gay because it's like like sexual yeah sexualized it's because it's sexualized and that's why you're fine with it but when it's a guy then you're faced with like your beliefs of masculinity and the patriarchy and all of a sudden you don't know what to do because if you're if you confront it your these patriarchal ideas that you have will implode no you have to deconstruct your whole belief system it's internalized misogyny that's what it is it's not Mm -hmm. just it's not just homophobia it's misogyny it is
1: because it's it's that it's the same thing of like sexualizing women. That's yeah. literally where it comes from.
0: You're fine with it if it's a woman because it's not serious. But if it's a man. That's so gross, guys. Also the idea that bi
1: people just like are having sex with everyone and are
0: always have someone else's thigh. Yeah. They're promiscuous and cheating, always. Always. Just as a default. Like I feel like that's It's so okay. Here's something else I wanted to say about this Mm. because I just thought about it. A very helpful quote that I read was that bi people are not 50% straight and 50% gay, they're 100% bi. So, like, there's not, and yes, it is true that some people who are bisexual, and this can apply for pansexual people as well. Have preferences of gender. Some of them. Not all of them. Some of them have preferences in certain genders. And that can be based in a million things. Mm. That doesn't invalidate the fact that they're still interested in other genders. Regardless. Exactly. I think it's so archaic. I can't believe. I cannot believe there are so many resources and tools available to educate yourself there's a, a million and one creators who you have the extreme privilege of having access to mm. that will teach you they're willing to educate you which that's not their job that's they have no responsibility to do that but they're willing to educate you yeah and you're just choosing not to be educated dude it's just fucking gross honestly at this point like i'm so over it i think if you're like and you know what another thing is my experience once again not everybody's experience but a lot of people are like they will like say I but th- it's not my fault that my that i'm homophobic like this because my parents my religion my neighbor my Mm-mm. take responsibility for who for you y- are who you are and what and you what believe, you know, yeah. and what you know mm. it's half the things that i've heard half the reasonings i've heard for being homophobic are unscientific like literally yeah. just the, a smidge of research it's, just a little bit of exposing yourself to other things diversifying your mindset a little bit will change all of that everything really. you believe literally homophobic people are just giving
1: uneducated
0: that's all they're giving it's giving ignorance because i feel like You have every resource to educate yourself. If you have a phone in your hand, you can do whatever. Literally. You can... There is no reason to be ignorant about this.
1: And homophobic people in a creative space, in a creative field. Yo, that also doesn't make sense Even Even fucking worse. (laughs) Even fucking worse, dude. How can you be actively working on projects that are telling stories, that are amplifying voices of minorities? Changing mindsets. Exposing truths. And yet you're homophobic. It's not...
0: You no, know, something there just doesn't quite doesn't make, make sense. sense. So please- Although I truly, 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 truly believe that if you are a teacher, a doctor, uh someone who works in a any religion, like church, vibe, mm-hmm. anything social like that. Work. Any social work, you you cannot have those prejudices. No. I don't believe I don't believe you can be a good teacher and be homophobic. No. Or racist or sexist. Or a, a doctor. Dog. How are you? No, but like That's gross. Okay. Yes. Of course, you shouldn't be a doctor that, or any of these things, because especially if you work in like emergency medicine, because like somebody has to come to you. I have to come to you regardless if I'm a woman, if I'm on the spectrum, if I am gay, straight, bi, whatever. I I have to come to you and I have no choice in whether I end up with you. You have to help me and your prejudice can kill me. Mm. But like. In a classroom, I have, like, a specific passion for, like, I feel like kids cannot learn if they don't feel safe to exist as themselves in an environment. So I don't think you can be a teacher and facilitate a good learning environment if you're any of those things. No, dude. And, like, I've seen it personally, like, where teachers are, like,
1: maybe not even, I don't know, racist or homophobic Mm. or whatever. But they say things to the children that make the children feel like they can't express who they are or mm-hmm. what they
0: believe or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Even if it's something small like expressing your faith, bro.
0: Yeah, there's so like that's not small. That's massive. <laughs> yeah, the massive part of who you are. Mm-hmm. I feel like, of course, there's the whole conversation of like you you having your faith mm-hmm. should not be impacting my education in the same classroom. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Me being wherever I am on whatever part of the spectrum should not be influencing your education mm-hmm. either. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't both be able to exist fully as who we are right. and be accepted. And, like, it's so, it's the smallest things you, that you can do as a teacher. It's Pride Month. You don't have to stand in front of the class and teach the whole history of it, how we got to Pride. You don't have to, like, yeah. say with your words in front of the class Hi guys, I just want you to know it's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. What if, you don't have to. It's the smallest thing. Drawing a rainbow this big on your board. Every queer kid in your classroom feels validated. Mm. It's not difficult. Dude, I just
1: see it as, like, when people are, like, just openly homophobic, <clears throat> I'm, like, think of it as racism, dude. Like, if you were talking th- about this in terms of race,
0: you wouldn't say these things. So why are you saying it for sexuality? You know what it makes me do, and it's... Maybe it's wrong with me, but I can't... I, it's, like, I can't help it. Yeah. When people are openly, like, saying stuff and, like, ignorantly saying it, where they're, like, racist or, like, homophobic or sexist or whatever... Even if it's, like, they don't... It's, like, subconscious. Mm. Immediately, that person is, like, dumber to me. I'm, like, you're not an intelligent human. That's why I'm saying it's giving uneducated. I don't know. I just... I can't see you as an intelligent person. And so if I ever have to be around you because of work or whatever, again, you're not the person that I will go to for solving problems because you're just not smart. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, babe. You're just not. No, it it doesn't work. You can't tell me you're an intelligent human being and yet... You have these prejudices. I feel like I can't have deep relationships with Like, I can't... I can form the deepest relationship and connection with you. And this minute you're homophobic or, like, racist or sexist or have, like, prejudices to certain groups of people, I just detach so easily and quickly. And I just can't... Me too. I cut them off real quick. I can't engage in the same level with you. No. Because I'm like, you're not on my mindset. Like, you're not on my level. No, and they never will be, dude. And I can't have an intelligent conversation with you. Because if if you have this much of an unintelligent opinion, obviously everything else I'm going to say to you is a revelation. So why am I talking to you? Because you can't contribute. Okay. Goodbye, guys.
1: Thanks for watching. Namaste. Namaste.